Chapter 5 from the book, The Doctrine Concerning the New Testament Ministry, Part 2. Chapter 5, The Five Offices of the New Testament Church, page 114. The twelve apostles ordained by the Lord Jesus during his earthly ministry were unique in certain ways. Besides the uniqueness of their time and their personal relationship with the Lord on earth, their number 12 is representative. For example, Jesus said that they would sit upon 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel, Matthew chapter 19, verse 28. And in Revelation chapter 21, verse 14, they are said to be the 12 foundations of the new Jerusalem. Some contend that they were never to be more apostles than the original 12 whom Jesus ordained. But the New Testament scripture itself declares that there were other apostles in addition to the 12, and the names of them are given, such as Matthias, James, Barnabas, Paul, Epaphroditus, Titus, and others. The Lord Jesus commended the church in Ephesus for having tried those who said they were apostles and found them liars. Revelation chapter 2, verse 2. The page 115. Apostle Paul also warned the Corinthian church about false prophets. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13 to 15. Such warnings would be meaningless if they were never to be more than the original 12 apostles. If the church needed godly apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers in the first century, the church needs them today. The demand is especially true, especially acute, as churches are being established in unprecedented numbers throughout the entire world. True apostles are essential to establish sound doctrine and proclaim the whole counsel of God. Today, there are many false apostles going about teaching erroneous doctrines of all kinds. Also, there are many churches today with only a partial revelation of the plan and purpose that God has for the church. Since the coming of Christ is so very near, there is a great need for true godly servants of Christ to help the church mature unto perfection in Christ and be prepared as a spotless bride for the Lamb. As did the church in Ephesus, so today we must be able to discern between true and false apostles. The ministry of the apostles in the church is generally of a foundational nature. They are often those who start the churches and help them stand on a sure and certain foundation of doctrine and conduct. Apostles often require the gifts and graces of other offices as well. Let us consider some of the distinct qualifications of the apostles. Number one, apostles must have a spiritual revelation of the heart and mind of the Father concerning the church and the kingdom of God. And they must, page 116, have the spirit of the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ to be able to reveal Christ to the church. They are called to reveal the character of Christ through their own lives and ministry so that the church may follow in their footsteps and become Christ-like in nature. Romans chapter 16 verse 25, 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7, Galatians chapter 1 verse 12, verse Timothy chapter 1 verse 16. Although Paul had known had not known Christ in the flesh as other apostles had, he did have a personal vision of Christ and a revelation of his divine nature. But when it pleased God to reveal his son in me, that I may preach him among the heathen, 
Galatians chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. Apostles are to reveal the mysteries of Christ and his kingdom. Matthew chapter 13, verses 10, 11. Acts chapter 20, verses 20 and 27. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when we when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 3 to 5. 2. The Lord gives apostles special revelation from the word of God. This includes the ability to interpret the Old Testament scriptures aright, especially in regard to the New Testament truths hidden in the Old Testament shadows and types. Thus, they must be able to teach the whole counsel of God to the church, Acts chapter 20, verses 20, 26, and 27. Page 117. 3. They must be sent as was Christ. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me and Barnabas. Separate me, Barnabas, and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. Cyprus. Acts chapter 13, verses 2 to 4. 4. The mission of the apostle is generally more universal than the other ministries. Normally, an apostle does not rule over local assemblies directly. The ministry of a pastor, on the other hand, is usually confined to one or more churches in a particular area, whereas an apostle often has an oversight overall. The church is in a larger area of responsibility. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 28, Acts chapter 14, verses 21 to 22. 15 verses 24 to 27 and verse 36 5 apostles are responsible for the administration and discipline of the servants of god in various churches under their care it pertains to them to settle disputes in the churches to resolve controversies over doctrinal matters and differences of opinion and to give advice concerning practices and principles of church life first corinthians chapter 5 second corinthians chapter 10 verse 8 chapter 13 verse 10 Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, etc. 6. Apostles must have special grace to bear affliction for the sake of the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 9 to 10, 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 8. Chapter 4, verses 7 to 18. Chapter 11, verses 23 to 33. Acts chapter 9, verse 15 and 16. Chapter 20, verses 22 to 24. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8. Chapter 3, verse 10, 11. Chapter 4, verses 14 to 18. Their patience, courage, and faith in trials and hardships. Encourage. End of recording. Amen.